Oh, we could, we could fly. Welcome to this new season of the Have a Cup of Jahani podcast. So I want to title this new season that I'm embarking on with I'm growing. So this is going to be the season of growth. And um, that's what I'm going to share with you throughout the season. So I thank you for coming over here and sitting with me. And I hope you enjoy. Hello, everyone. So here's the situation. I'm in book talk. And one day I, I recommended this book. And I was very excited about the recommendation because I recommended this to Dal, Dal Cecil Runo, and y'all need to follow her. I'll put her information here in my show notes. Um, she is a blind author and um, she is a super talented individual and she writes these dark sci-fi stories and she's currently writing a book. Actually, she's editing it right now, which she is going to publish shortly. And um, she was talking about dialogue and how asking the question, I should say, on TikTok about dialogue and how to express dialogue or text in, in a manuscript. And I was like, I have the perfect example for you, I told her. And I was like, look how um, I show her the book Feed. And I showed her how in that book, it was presented as kind of like this rapid fire conversation because that was a sci-fi book where, and it's a YA sci-fi books where the characters, the main characters in there are talking through a chip in their brain. And it's just really shortened language because it's dystopian. Um, according to the book, people have texted for so long that their the English language has become this kind of clipped, acronymish like um, version of what we have now. And I was showing her that how really you can be as creative as you want to be when it comes to text messages and expressing language and all of that in a manuscript. And and then I highly recommended feed to her because I thought it was a great book. Now, I failed to put myself in her shoes and look at this book from her perspective. And I'll explain why. And that is because she is a blind person and she has gone through this world with with every single bias that is thrown at her because of her condition. And because of that, she was able to identify that the trope in here is the harmful trope that she has seen in books time and time again when it comes to blind character or a disabled character. And that is that the disabled character is used as kind of like this gimmick to either teach a lesson and then they get killed off or they just get killed off. Or it's just like a, a stereotypical cartoon um, version of that character. Or it's a character that is just completely blind and they don't see anything when blind being blind is a spectrum. 
And all of this I learned from her, actually. Um, even though one of my cousins is blind, but he is in the Dominican Republic. And then I just, I don't have that much contact with him. So I, I didn't really learn any of this from my family tree, but engaging in conversation with her helped me to to understand how she perceives the world. And I loved her for it. I love it because she is, I'm not going to say firecracker. I kind of hate it when people say that. Uh, she is a whole human being that still has the energy to stand up for herself. And why I say this is because sometimes I am just so tired <laughs> that I want to just put my head down and up underneath the pillow and then just not say anything even if it's something, you know, somebody is trying to make fun of me or bully me or whatnot. I have a lazy eye, so I I have dealt with that. But sometimes it's just the energy is not there, not even to defend myself. And I respect Dal for that because she comes through and she will explain how something is harmful, something is, is not right, and it should be stopped. And she makes that known quickly and efficiently. <laughs> and that's what I love about her. But she explained how in this in this book, once she finally read it, um, she told me this book, or she posted a video. I should say, that's how I found that. Yeah, she posted a video on TikTok. And she was like, don't read this book if you're blind because um, the, the the disabled character dies and, you know, and all this stuff. And it's like, it's almost like that character is used to teach the boy uh, a lesson about humanity. And then, boom, she dies. And, and that is a harmful trope for disabled folks. But the thing is that because I didn't put myself in her shoes, because I didn't, that's what, that's what empathy is all about. <laughs> I failed to do that. So I recommended a book to her that was not the best for her soul. And it's, anybody listening right here may be like, yeah, so what? It's not a big deal. Okay listen to me. What if when she started reading this book, she was in a bad state of mind? You know, what if she was having a poor mental health day that day? What if, what if she was just struggling and she opened this book as we all do for entertainment, to feel some joy, to gain some peace? And what she finds is something that depresses her even more. So just think about that. So that's why I'm going to do better when it comes to my book recommendations and then just try to see it, try to envision it from other angles. So that way I don't recommend something that is harmful for somebody else. 
And that is why I'm so particular. So I, I've done some of the work when it comes to that, but not extensively so where I'm incorporating disabilities. And that that is my blind spot when it comes to book recommendations because I, I, I make sure racially wise is not problematic because I'm, I'm more in tune with that aspect. But I kind of have let out the disabilities in there just to make sure that that aspect of the book is not problematic. I already researched the author. I already researched kind of like the, the storyline and, and all of that to, to ensure that I'm not recommending a book that can hurt somebody. And, um, but yeah, but I need to incorporate that's, that's what I'm going to do going forward is just ensure that disabled folks also have a recommendation that is good for them so that way they can enjoy a book. And when I saw that post, I was so embarrassed. It was like, <laughs> every time I'm wrong, I feel embarrassed. And I was so embarrassed. And I sat on that post, I want to say for like half a day. And I just, I kept thinking about it. I kept think, thinking about it. And if you listen to my previous episode, you will know that it's hard to, <laughs> it's hard to acknowledge when one is wrong. And I'm not, I'm not immune to that. I also have a hard time. And I sat down with this for half a day. And I kept coming up in my mind with reasons as to why this is not my fault. <laughs> I'm, I'm embarrassed to even admit that right now. You know, it's like that defensiveness that, oof, we all need to do shadow work, folks. We all need to do shadow work. But um, it's so weird how the mind works, how the mind works to like save itself from, or the ego, I would say, because the mind is rational. It's like, you're either wrong or you're right. So I would say it's the ego here that tries so hard to protect itself from doom, from destruction. And because I came up with so many reasons to justify how this was not my fault. But at the end of that half a day of me sitting with this and mulling this over my head and going through every aspect of our interaction in my head, I was like, no, I gave her the recommendation. I failed to be empathetic and to put myself in their shoes and understand how this book is problematic for them, is harmful, is hurtful for them and for others that share the disability. And all I need to do is just apologize for that, for that action. And, and that's what I did. I, I, I commented, I commented, I, I explained to her that I'm so sorry. I failed to see, uh, to note the harmful trope here in this book and um, that I hope she's okay. And because I, I take that seriously. Once again, I don't want to hurt 
people with my words, or in this case, with my book recommendations. I, I take that seriously. I take that to heart. And after dodging, trying to dodge this bullet that was justified in heading my way, I I was able to acknowledge that. And, um, and she was very kind about it. She was like, it's okay. Uh, most people don't see it. And once again, y'all need to follow doll. She is a true queen. I mean, only queens can do things like that. Okay. I still feel shitty about it to this day, but my resolution is to, to do better when it comes to book recommendations, like I said before, and, and widen my, my scope of um, research per se, I want to say when, before I recommend a book, just to ensure that there is no other problematic things in there. So that way it is safe for everyone to read because as much as I love books, I know some books uh, can be harmful to the psyche, to uh, the mental health of individuals just because of the topics uh, that are there. Hence why trigger warnings are incorporated into books uh, just to make sure that uh, someone who is choosing to escape, to entertain themselves to gain some peace doesn't in turn get sad, depressed, angry, and all of that um, off of a book that they were just wanting to use for entertainment. (sighs) So I hope you learned something. And um, if you gift a book, I would suggest just, you know, just see what it is about, you know, do a little Google, a little Google search there. And just to see, I often go into, um, I put the author and I put problematic on the search and then see what pops up. Or I go and put the book in there and then read reviews about it and um, read reviews by BIPOC people. If I can tell that they're BIPOC, those are usually the ones that I front load because I think those will give more nuance to a situation, to um, racial disparity or problematic racial behavior or anti-Semitism or other things that may be part of a book that are not good to have in there for people to read. So I will do those quick searches just to make sure. And, or I like, I'm on book talk, so I follow book talkers and, um, and I make sure that my book talk crew mutuals are diverse just so that way I can uh, be in the know of diverse books and read diverse books. That's what I exclusively read anyways. And um, and then ensuring that I stay in the loop on, on their take, those book talkers take on problematic tropes and problematic books and problematic authors because they are out there. So if you want to do that, go ahead and follow me. That is my resolve for this one to ensure that I don't recommend a problematic book to somebody because that is the worst. Saying that, thank you so much for sitting here with me. You could have gone to any other podcast, but you chose to come to this cozy, short little podcast with me. I will see you next Wednesday. Have a good one. Bye. Oh, we could, we could fly. Oh, 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 oh
you so much for listening. Don't forget to follow and subscribe to the show. See you on the next episode. Bye. Oh, we could, we could fly. Da, da, da.